Everybody, welcome back. My name is Mario. Welcome back. I'm Chris. And welcome back. I'm Tony. Ooh, <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, we're taking a step out into the the podcast world a little bit further. We've been talking about this for a little while, me and Chris, but we decided that welcome back is uh, more than just Chris and me exploring our friendship over the years and and parsing uh, life traumas for our viewers <laughs> and entertainment. But sometimes we want to include people who will help us grow as individuals and and hopefully with the guests today help us uh, uh grow in our understanding of this world we've thrown ourselves into so we're welcoming you for being with us we're welcoming everybody back so tony yeah welcome. i i feel like i've been part of the show for a while because I, I literally binge listened to every single episode in like a three-day span <laughs> um i really enjoyed it i think you guys do a great job i couldn't believe it uh when you sent us a the screenshot i was like oh, okay he's just gonna check out the most recent episode and then he just kept sending like up oh, finish this yeah. one up finish this one i was like oh all right all right that's my thing man I, I feel if you're gonna get in this game you have to listen to other you can't just listen to like the joe rogans of the world and the big guys you have to listen like if you want to sh- if you want people to support you you got to be willing to support other people as well so if you're making content and your friends are making content it only takes a few minutes to listen to their stuff and show them some love and trust me it, it may sound stupid but when a content creator looks at their thing and they see another couple numbers pop up because someone took a chance it means it means it it makes it all you know what you're doing worth it yeah, that's you know for sure and you have been very good at that you know we've been in a, a podcast you know chat for you know almost a year now i guess and uh, you are always so supportive of the other people and giving feedback and we're super appreciative yeah i i try because to try to i try to limit that sometimes because i feel like sometimes i get feedback and anything can be translated wrong over over a message and uh I, I'll say something and then I think like, I hope they didn't think I'm talking crap on them or saying I hated <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I just, yeah. When you told yeah. us how great we're uh, doing on uh, Apology Hour Beyond, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Those other guys suck. This is the best <laughs> show. They suck. We're the best. Tony said it. <laughs> yeah. Tony said it all. But that's just it's good. right where I took it. <laughs> yeah. I like all three shows, but I I, I, uh, I lean more towards Beyond. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I think when it comes to the weekly wrestling, I, I really look forward to NXT and AEW. So it is nice to... Uh, to hear your takes yeah. on AEW and stuff. Well, this audience doesn't even know what we're talking about yet. We, we're we're yeah. planning a professional wrestling episode, uh, but it actually hasn't. We've, you know, peppered in things, but uh, yeah. someday soon they'll be introduced to the whole PA Piledriver universe. It's all right. Sometimes when you're introducing yourself to, like, people who you really only know from, like, church or college or elementary school or work, like, you don't want to pull back the veil entirely. And pro wrestling is yeah. a pretty hard first foot uh, forward. <laughs> this is the first day in forever I haven't worn a wrestling shirt I think in like 49 days so I have to <laughs> I have to go change and take my daily wrestling photo shirt but yeah I, I definitely embrace the wrestling culture but we I think in all five shows I do if there's not a wrestling reference somewhere I don't think we did our job that day <laughs> as I drink from a wrestling glass tonight look at this this is a beer glass amazing we actually got introduced to you through Curtis um yep. Curtis is one of our listeners as well. I appreciate him uh, taking a chance on me, adding me to his podcast. But uh, I think it was a good move. It's got a good move. Wow. Thanks. I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you binged the episodes. What, what do you think was, uh, if we were to share what we did so far, what do you think would be like a good first episode for people to hop into? So I'd say start from the beginning. You guys aren't too deep into it, and they're they're all good listens, especially because I think your style of show is different in the fact that it's very heavily on you guys as a personality and your story and and you coming to like light, where it's not like, hey, we're gonna review a movie or we're gonna review this. So me personally, if I listen to a show and it's like, hey, we're reviewing this uh, TV show, and then like two hours of the show is them talking amongst friends and then the review comes if yeah. someone's just jumping into that podcast it's tough to you it's, it's like i don't understand what you're talking about i feel like i'm not part of this crew so i think you starting off right off yeah. the bat by saying this is us that's that's the way to go you know what i mean yeah the banter is yeah. pretty strong on uh welcome back full disclosure i i definitely had you guys pegged a little differently and then when i listened to the show i was like pleasantly surprised i was like all right i i can get behind a lot of their views and i i like the way they they go about things and you stay very in the middle and you're very opinionated but you're not you're very welcoming to other people's thoughts and opinions as well and i was very pleasantly surprised and i enjoyed it when you sent that i text chris privately i was like it's like chris i think he thinks we're republicans he did. yeah he did. 
Yeah. yeah. When I seen the when I seen the politic episode coming, I was like, this is probably where we go different ways. Or, uh, but here's the thing too. I'm not super into the world of church and religion, so I was like, we're sure. probably gonna vary there. But there are different people in faith. There's people who are very open and accepting to people yeah. who are uh, not in that world. I'm not in it, but I respect it, and uh, I feel like. You don't like I don't know I think religion is good for some people and I think some people make makes them very lazy too as well. So we'll yeah. get into that I'm sure at one point. But uh, my favorite part of the show is your uh, <laughs> your your famous Halloween parties. Everything was famous, so it's hilarious. And how you walked in and stage kissed your friend in front of everybody. <laughs> I was in the mods losing I gotta send it. Clip. He doesn't even know that I told that story. <laughs> I was, I was, so I'm at work with headphones on, just walking and doing my thing, and there's people around me, and everyone kind of stays in themselves, and I'm crying, <laughs> laughing. And they're like, What's the matter? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm good. I'm listening to something. Like, the, just I can, because that's something I would do as an adult. I would walk in. Yeah, and just, yeah. But I wouldn't even put my thumb there. I would just literally kiss somebody because I just don't yeah, care. Yeah. And I thought it was just so funny. <laughs> well, hey, I'm excited for this conversation as we dive deeper into what you're working on and uh, maybe uh, some background on your desire to even hop into this, which has been, you know, uh, as we're looking, a couple of your episodes are like a few hundred deep. But yeah, uh, yeah. for you, from our conversation, it seems like something that even in a way is still fresh to you. Like in this, yeah. but before we get there, we uh we want to open up our audience the the three listeners we have Evan uh, Jake <laughs> and Dave will occasionally listen right I don't know but nah. uh, no Dave doesn't even listen no <laughs> I'm excited because Tony didn't ask he he did not ask one question about what we we're going to talk about what was coming so this is going to be brand new to you and I'm excited yeah <laughs> and so uh, we want to ask you some some over unders we're gonna we're gonna All pop right. up a couple of uh of things and we're going to ask you whether or not it's underrated or overrated love it so love it Chris, we're going to hop back and forth so uh, i'll start us off with elon musk overrated underrated um all right so some there's certain things i just have no opinion on so like I, I i respect what they did but i don't like i guess he's right where i need him to be like i don't Properly put my rated. stock in the yeah, so I'll say I'll just say he's he's probably right where he needs to be. I literally put some stock in him, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he's underrated. Make you must make make you some money. There we go. All right, this is we're into the uh, the wrestling world. Just a couple. Cody Rhodes, overrated right. or underrated? Uh, I think what he's done for wrestling is amazing and beautiful. But I hate the fact that he's the only one who gets those elaborate entrances. That kind of annoys me. I'm not gonna lie. I agree with Kurt on that a little bit. And yeah. I hate the fact that every match has he has to be like the Jesus of AEW, where he's out there bleeding and getting. He's a martyr every week. So, but he's very talented and he's very people person and he's giving a lot of people in the independent scene jobs and he's doing amazing things for professional wrestling. So I would say he's he's uh, he's underrated. Beautiful, beautiful, hundred percent. He's been underrated for yeah. literally a decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's changing the game. Him and the elite are literally changing the game. Yep. Let's hop over to Chris Jericho. Overrated, underrated. Uh, I th- uh, so f- in the wrestling world, Ooh. I think everyone gives him his due, but I think he's underrated in the world of what he's done as well for people outside of wrestling. He's the goat. He's the goat. We have this running wow. belief that when you ask someone who their favorite wrestler is, the the silent part of the question is besides Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like if you ask someone who their favorite wrestler is, they're going to tell you someone, and you can convince them it's Jericho. But yes, yeah. a few things. Yeah, he, uh, he, he's, he's my, uh, he's in my top three. But I have a very u- unique style of wrestler. I like it's, it's Sean, Ric Flair, a, uh, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, guys like that. Like I just like that style. That's just my mm. favorite. Cool. Like the, the workhorses, I guess you could say, that also have character and they can be a character in the ring and out. Yeah. All right. This is when you've already dropped the name, the Joe Rogan Experience. Overrated or underrated? Um, it's hard to say not overrated. I mean, because he's you can't you can't you, if you t- turn YouTube on and let it run for three minutes, you're gonna end up on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he does a great job. I purposely try not to listen to him too much, only because I feel like a lot of our viewpoints are very, very, very similar. And then mm-hmm. I'll say something on the show, and then someone's like, because I get compared <laughs> a lot to Joe Rogan, like you're just yeah. trying to be Joe Rogan, which yeah. I, I mean, he was a huge influence on Why me. Why not? <laughs> 
Yeah. You're just trying to but, be uh, the best there is. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but people are like, oh, you're just repeating what you heard on Rogan. I'm like, to be honest, I don't listen because I, I'm trying to avoid that. And then I go back and listen. I'm like, you know what? Crap. You know, we're the same. <laughs> we're on the same boat. Yeah. 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 Underrated. I think more people should listen to the Joe Rogan show. Ah. Yeah. I, I try to listen to him as often as possible. When I'm at work, uh, I talk about it briefly in the podcast, but I, I'm a press operator and in, in, uh, in a manufacturing business. I'm not going to give out full details, but uh, I'll listen to like four podcasts a day. And it's hard to like fill those hours without putting an episode or two of Joe Rogan. In. Well, that's probably your whole shift is a Joe Rogan yeah. episode. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Multiple. I'm there nine hours. So like, yeah, I'll hit, like, sometimes like if I'm not too bored of it and hop somewhere else, I'll listen to three in a row. Yeah. They're very good. I think, I think he brought back that idea of a non-edited raw conversation. And I think that's really important. I, I, it was a hard thing for me starting out to, to get people into that. Cause like, I don't want to sit on your show for two hours and talk. I'm like, I'm telling you. And they're like, people are not going to listen. I'm like, people, some people get upset if your show's not longer than an hour. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. If you're a podcast listener, sometimes you see like a 30-minute episode, you're like, I'm not even wasting my time with that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's one that like I don't listen to it by choice, but when somebody sends me an episode, I'll probably listen to it because he's got such diverse guests that there's something there for mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. I like how he's very open-minded too, and he he will be on a topic and he'll think he has a belief on it, but he is open-minded to listen to your side and, and be willing to be swayed or to actually take into your consideration, which I think is super important as well. Yeah, exactly. How about the NBA? Overrated. Yeah. Overrated? Over. I hate the NBA. I oh. agree so hard. Okay. What do you think about Michael Jordan? He's the greatest of all time. So appropriately rated? Appropriately rated. How do you feel about people comparing um, LeBron James to Michael Jordan? LeBron James is a great human being as a person. He does great things for people community wise. He puts money into, you know, helping kids get college educations and all that great stuff. Uh, he is very talented as basketball. He is the greatest physical size and speed. And he's like the epitome of what you would want as an athlete, but mentally he's soft as baby crap. <laughs> like <laughs> if he's down, if he's down 12 points in the fourth quarter, he's, he has a cramp or he needs to go to the bench or it's just, I don't know. just not, I grew up watching Jordan, and uh, if Jordan was down 12 in the fourth quarter, he, no one's getting a break. We're staying on the court, and we're winning this game, and uh, Jordan wouldn't bounce from city to city and take all the money out of the team. Uh, Jordan would take a pay cut and allow other people to be there so uh, he had a good team yeah. around him. So that's that's my differences between – they're both amazing athletes. They change the game, um, but if I, I, I'm not a huge LeBron fan at when it comes to – what he is as a teammate to his people and what he pulls away from the team because he demands so much money. I think some podcasts could have a, a nice discussion with you about that, uh, but we're not that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I did, I'm glad to hear your thoughts. But moving yeah. into a topic we can, we can talk about, um, how about Chick-fil-A? Overrated, underrated? Overrated. Overrated, no. <laughs> yeah, listen, if you have enough beers in you, you can get gas station chicken and it's just as good. <laughs> And you don't have to drive 45 minutes to get it, you know? That's their type logic. <laughs> How about uh, Starbucks? I don't like coffee, so overrated. Me neither. Yeah, and I, I, I don't like coffee, and I got a hot chocolate there one time, and I, it wasn't even close to hot chocolate. It was the grossest yeah. thing I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It's like, what? And people buy this? This is gross. <laughs> All right, this is one that I know how Mario feels, but how about Arby's? Arby's? Arby's is underrated. Okay. Uh, I think 100%. Arby's is good food. Yeah, best best fries in the game. They're fried, and they and they have the best marketing in the game too. They're secret pro wrestling fans. Do you ever see when they did like the Kenny Omega with the curly fry hair and the ketchup as his face? It's amazing. It's That's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. How yeah, about uh, Taco Bell? I think they're rated just appropriately. I like Taco Bell. Every now and then, yeah. you just need Taco Bell in your life. Yeah. So let's dive a little deeper here with the Baja <laughs> Blast from Taco Bell. What what flavor is Baja? Like like what flavor profile is? It? I I actually know, I, I'm trying to remember if I had it or not. It tastes like Baja Blast. <sighs> is it like fruit punch? Jeez. Tastes like uh, like a bluish green. Ah, uh, see, I'd stay away from that. <laughs> I don't you know. missed 100 of the Bajas. You don't blast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had like a Baja Blast peach, 
at a KFC one time, and that was really good. What? Um, Chris, we need to go yeah. to KFC. It's like the real thing. <laughs> yeah, delicious. I think like, it was like exclusive to this KFC in like Ohio or something like that. It was That's delicious. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like a Code Red guy. Give me some Code Red Mountain Dew or some regular Mountain Dew. I'm good. But That's sometimes a, when there's too many flavors. Rated. Mountain yeah. Dew, Code Red. Yeah. Mountain Dew is the master. Like they diversified and it stuck. Like they have yep. three or four like br- like flavors that actually stuck. Remember the the, the Blackberry one from when the Dark Knight movie was out? Yes. That was really good too. That one's good. I think uh, I was it Pitch Black. Like. Yeah, the Pitch Black. Yeah. And uh, they just brought out uh, Sergeant Melon, which is a watermelon flavored one. And they're coming out with a new flavor for the new Batman movie, which is like Riddler inspired. Oh, awesome. I'll try it. Definitely try it. I actually am looking at, uh, if you want to go back to like old school stuff, I'm looking at a bag of uh, 3D Doritos right now. We did them on our, oh. our other show the other night. But the only problem is they changed the flavor profiles. They're like hot now. It's kind of boring. Oh. But. Out on my shelf, I have a uh, Crystal Pepsi from when the LABs <laughs> brought it back. So yeah. when that first run came back, I bought it and I chose not to open that one. I probably had like 30 of them that summer. Just, just be careful with that because uh, remember back in the day when they used to put sports team cans, like the logo, sport, like the like football teams on the Coke mm. cans. I collected every Coke can and I, for some reason, one of them in my parents' room, like on, because they had a dresser that had like shelves on it. And I put every, I collected every team and I had them all no. on there. And the one year we had a really bad heat wave no. and every can exploded in their bedroom. And it was pretty awesome. Oh. But, but I have a, uh, a case, like not a full case, but like a whole like juice box sh- shrink wrapped of all the high C ecto cooler in my fridge right now from the last time they came out. <laughs> They're like four years old right now. That's great. We're going to drink one on the show one time and see if we get deathly sick. Oh, man. <laughs> well, shifting gears again, how about overrated or underrated Bigfoot? Like the creature Bigfoot? Oh, yeah. Um, I would say if you if you talk about cryptids, which we do on Truth Behind Illusion, um, <laughs> I, I think he's, he's very up there. So I would say overrated because I think there's a lot of other cool cryptids out there that don't get enough love. Mm, okay. I can see that. Yeah. But he's a cool character. He's a cool creature. Yeah, I feel I, like I in would, the in the realm of everybody, w- w- like yeah. the world is underrating Bigfoot. I think yeah. you could, I think you can make a case for the cryptid world overrating them. Yeah. Your your answer to this next question is going to help me figure out whether or not you're going to give this overrated or underrated. What kind of phone do you have? I have a Galaxy. I am a, uh, a Galaxy S10. Like I thought I had the cool new one and then a couple weeks later a new one came out and it was kind of disappointing. <laughs> All right, overrated, underrated, Apple products. Overrated. I'm, I'm right there with you. Everyone's been trying to get me on iPhone. Chris, you're team iPhone, right? Yes. Well, here's the thing. The new iPhone comes out, right? And it has 13 new features they, they brag about that we've already had for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the compatibility for me. Like yeah. all, of, all of my things working together is what I like. Yeah, once you buy into an ecosystem, that's where you're yeah. going to stay. Yeah. It's the same way in the game console ward. If you're an Xbox or your yeah. PlayStation, if I have a hundred, if I have a couple grand in Xbox games digitally, and the new system comes out and everything transfers over, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to stick where my money's at. Yeah. All right. This is a, a weird one. Overrated, underrated. Gambling. Overrated. Thank you. Yeah. We got I, a wise uh, guest. I put twenty dollars on like a something and I lose it. I'm like, that was more than I make an hour. I don't want to ever do that again. That like, was a dumb thing I just did. Yeah, I've yeah, there. that was really stupid. <laughs> and then you win. You're like, I'm leaving. Like that's it. I, I won. My- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yep. I'm not a gambler. I, I hate. I'm not. I don't hate it, but I. Uh, it just it doesn't do it for me. A couple yeah. years back, I went on a road trip uh, through Tennessee, and we passed through some Native American land that had a uh, casino. And my buddy Dan said, we got to stop. I, I've never played blackjack before and I've really wanted to play. And so he goes <laughs> in like so excited. He sets down his 20 bucks. I think maybe three cards are played. He lost. They took the 20 bucks. And he's like, I'm never playing blackjack ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's weird. Like I like the money wheels like that. If I'm going to gamble, yeah. I'll put like a dollar on a money wheel, like an old like that. I don't know how the block parties up where you guys are, but like school County block parties, everyone has the money wheel. Like you play mm-hmm. the, like you pick like five, 10, 15, 20 or hundred. Like I, I could play that all night long. It feels yeah. like the most honest one. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. Underrated, <laughs> overrated, higher education. Overrated. Yeah. Everything's on your phone right now. What? The, why am I spending $48,000 a semester on a school that I can learn on, on YouTube? Yeah, most of my education I could have gotten from books and mentors. 
Like yeah. it was just books and mentors. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is like you're working at a job. Uh, I guess you can relate. You're at a uh, factory work. I worked factories my entire life and you work, you run this piece of machinery and you worked it for eight years. And then some kid comes in from college and he's like, I went to college and I want you to do this to your machine. You're like, you know, that's going to break everything. Right. And he's like, but I went to school. I'm like, all yours, Brainiac. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> and then the machine breaks. You're like, now you're cleaning it up. Yeah. Your college <laughs> education is going to be picking that up off the floor. <laughs> all right. So uh, I just watched the first and second episode of WandaVision today. We can talk about that if you'd like. But that's going to be tonight for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It, oh, I won't tell you anything. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are overrated or underrated? Overrated. Ooh. Tell me overrated. why. Spicy take. Uh, I'm, I prefer DC, uh, but okay. here's the thing. A, a lot of people, you know, give some, some, some crap to DC universe, but like, so example, we just got in a huge argument <laughs> in our Patreon episode for last night. Cause we reviewed wonder woman and uh, oh, I was very no. hard on wonder woman. I was very yeah. hard on it. I heard it um, there was one or two things that were really big hangouts for me, but they're like, that's why Marvel has the better writing. And I was like, stop it. Stop it right now. And I <laughs> and I was like, Civil War, you read that comic or the graphic novel and you're you hear about like everything. And then like the end of the world is about to happen and they're making fart jokes and what are those jokes? And it's just like <laughs> I it, I'm glad you half you's died because you didn't take it seriously. Like it's just too it's always too bubblegum for me. Like that's okay. why like you have a villain and then the villain doesn't mean anything because you don't take him seriously until the last three minutes of the movie, then they defeat him. And I was like, I hate this. Like make the villain more like have some more substance to them yeah that's a great take that's why black panther is the best marvel movie because the entire time you're like i can get behind killmonger what a great villain i thought he was a great villain yeah i'm loving this by the way tiktok T- oh tiktok is is amazing it's the greatest thing of all yeah. time it's all so right. <laughs> great it's the best we're gonna have to add each other so i can send you yeah 50 a day <laughs> We probably have two completely different TikToks, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> you can easily get caught uh-huh. for being a prevert on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, just depends oh on what you goodness. click on. You get in the wrong algorithms. Yep. It, it depends on what song you're used to hearing is it, is a very... Uh, so mine's body yada 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 So you can imagine <laughs> what most of my TikTok is. <laughs> I forgot until we, we made a welcome back, like, TikTok to post some, like, clips and stuff. And I would be in the wrong account and go to the For You page. And I was like... This is not my thing at all. <laughs> Clearly, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, your for you page before it's like geared towards you. Like, yeah. you yeah. forget how bad it was when he first started. Like, I've been on, I looked, uh, what was it? It said 2016, 2017 is when I created my account mm-hmm. because I, I created an account and then forgot about the app and then re downloaded it. But now I'm looking back over time, like, so much of it has shifted towards what I want. Like, I'll get like yeah. comedy, I'll get, um, protesters like getting like arrested. I'll get like all types of like crazy different things, <laughs> and then you hear like like oh why why even on that app? I just downloaded and all I see is like twerking. It's like oh I've- that's all my li- that's all my timeline. Scrolling, <laughs> <laughs> my timeline is twerking and girls who look ugly and then drop it down and do a twerk and they're now pretty, and <laughs> a lot of uh, ghost videos. If you get in like the, the scary oh, version cool. of TikTok, where like people video, I like, I'm in have been house. on scare talk. Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. My wife yells at me. She's like, "You're on TikTok too much." I'm like, "It's amazing. You need to you need to step your game up." Well, maybe this one, depending on the TikTok you're in. But how about do you have an opinion on sea shanties yet? Overrated. I love sea shanties. They're amazing. They're they're underrated. There should be more of them. Yes. I don't know why I knew to write this down and put it on the list. (laughs) Yeah. There's not something about a sea shanty. You just want to have a beer. It just yeah. That guy who makes normal songs in the sea shanties. Have you seen him? No. Yeah, he turns like normal music. Like he made a, uh, a we'll just say the Cardi B W song. He turned into a sea shanty. Oh, we love WAP. <laughs> yeah. That's where we got our first swear word on the podcast. Thanks to the WAP song of the year. I'm Italian. I can say it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how like different words and different meanings overlap as time goes on. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how people are just like, like an offensive word is something, but then like WAP becomes the, is on the radio. And it's like, you realize that's like a, derogatory slurp to Italian people and then we're like we don't care we're like yeah you're right we're white <laughs> <laughs> we don't have opinions what was it, uh, the guy we've CNN done enough to people was getting like upset because they uh they were they were calling him the guy from the godfather um oh man why do I always do this to myself start digging in and I forget the word 
And then you spend all your time talking more about it, and then you don't have time to think about what you're actually trying to get to. And then I do this part where I try to vamp for you and, like, give you a second to think about it. It's the world of podcasting. (laughs) Uh, It's gone. The guy from CNN who's, like, brother is also the, like, mayor of New York City. Oh, Cuomo. And he he got called, like, he got called something, a name of a character from The Godfather, and he, like, freaked out and said it was an Italian slur, but it's it's definitely not. Just people were just calling him dumb because they didn't like him. Yeah, great. Did you great see point, the Mario? <laughs> did you see the TikTok of uh, they they took the Animaniacs like um at totally insaney and then the girl's like they kicked me out and maced me. <laughs> did you see that one? <laughs> I played that on repeat for like an hour. That's so good. That's did you see the video where they she, they look at her hand and she had an onion in her hand? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Overrated. Underrated. Every podcast gives yeah. recommendations. It's like a staple in podcasts these days. Do you think that segment's underrated or overrated? I think it's underrated. I think you should support more people. And I think if you're going to do recommendations, not taking a shot at you boys here, but you guys are like, go check out the Joe Rogan podcast. If you're listening to a podcast, you already know about the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So I would say go check out uh, PA Pile Driver. Go check out the Wicked Turtle Network. Go check out my boys over at Murder My Dude. And uh, yeah. And then there's a really good one called Hyreth in Other Words, which is a friend of mine, Tim Mingle, who is all very spiritual and Christian. And he left high school and went to Taiwan to teach Christianity. And he does a podcast where he brings people on and talks about uh, spirituality and religion and stuff like that. He's really, really good. And I think you guys would be a good collaboration with him. Yeah. Cool. cool. So we're going to talk some more about Tony Get to Know Tony, um, but we'll be right back. We'll be right back. So next time you guys come to PPW, Chris, is it appropriate that we uh, do a stage kiss when we see each other in front of everybody? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be careful, Chris. You already said he's not putting up a thumb. <laughs> I might not put up that thumb. It'll be the second time we've met. <laughs> It'd be like, there's Billy Gunn, and here comes the two podcast people, and we just kiss in front of, like, Billy Gunn. And we're back. Welcome back. With our special guest here, Tony. Coming in, uh, having a great time with you, getting to know you a little better, uh, finally being connected, crossing over here. Um, not a lot of our listeners, the, the few we have who, who come check us out at this point. All four of us, the four horsemen, baby. Yeah, they might not be familiar <laughs> with uh, what you're working on. So why don't you tell us um, just a little bit about the network in general, the the IWEP network. Yeah, so um, the IWEP Network is a spinoff of my first show I did called Interviews with Everyday People. So if it's very wow. Joe Rogan-esque and also very, um, I would say, I'm very inspired by Rogan, Howard Stern, and Kevin Smith. Uh, but it looks, if you watch it, it is audio and video. The, the, the camera angle and everything looks just like Rogan, except I don't have multi-cameras because I'm lazy and I'm on a one-man show. But I wish I would have not did interviews over the people. It should have been conversations because I think people mm. think like you're going to interview me. I'm like, no, we're just going to have a conversation. I just, yeah. I didn't over, I didn't think the name through when I did it. Sure. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of that. And I talk to local business people, local musicians, people who are just willing to tell their stories. So we've had people come on in the past who told really, really deep stories. Um, that hasn't been the case in a while. Most, it's more or less like people trying to who are creators in some fashion trying to get out there but i am open to listen to people's stories and exploring that still then we do your last interview was with uh like a 15 year old uh producer or he's trying to be yeah. like an almost that was a yeah really so that his his name is noah and he runs a company like a, a, like a record label called punk stereo and when i met i met his mom and, and his aunt in a bar and they're telling me about him and they're like yeah he's really in the music scene he's going through some stuff and He's not having a good go when it comes to kids his age, and mm. he didn't think very highly of himself, and he was really struggling when it came to certain things, and like he was, you know, I don't want to put everything out there, but he yeah. wasn't having a good go, and uh, and she start rattling off some of the bands he's into. Now, before this happened, I ran a music festival that I did, and a lot of the bands he was into were on my music festival, and I was interviewing his one of the people he really liked in a band, and I was like, hey, listen, like I just do a weird podcast in my kitchen, but I have this guy coming in from Harrisburg. He's welcome to come and sit at the table and meet the guy afterwards and kind of have be my first in-studio person. And he's like, she's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. And his mom brought him over, and he got to meet the guy, and then it kind of sparked his interest to like, I can do this and I want to like, it inspired him and he ended up doing, um, really cool things. He's thrown his own music festival now. Like, yeah, I was about wow. to say, how long is, yeah. how long from 
that first interview to this n- most recent one. Less than a year. And Less he's already like, yeah, he's taking huge steps. It's, it's That's pretty so cool, cool to see. And he's still, he's still super young. So who knows what's going to come next? Yeah, he he's really involved in the music scene. He's he he pretty much puts all his effort and work into helping other people get over. And that's a kid after my own heart. He's a really yeah. nice guy. Yeah, that was our latest one. That was a good one. Um, then we do banging beers. We review beers and stuff like that. Um, because of new technology and because of COVID, we're uh, we're we're trying to get more breweries to like kind of do what we're doing now, like video conference stuff. So we're yeah, doing that. Was that. Great getting that uh, the California Brewing Company. That was unbelievable. I can't believe I still can't believe that happened. It's syncing up is like such a, a cool moment. Yeah. Um, and then we do an ep- uh, tornado tag podcast. It used to be a weekly wrestling show, but I feel like there was too many of us in that pot, so I stepped away. <laughs> and uh, we started doing wrestling stories, where we try to find like a wrestler or a person or an event and uh, do the history of it. But now that we have a Patreon, we may get into a little not so much reviews, but more active stuff here and there, like news or how we take it. So that that's something coming. So we not only we doing the regular show, but we're doing the second. Every show is getting a bonus episode for the Patreon. Cool. So that's coming up. Um, we do not cool in high school. It's all pop culture stuff. We try to pick up a topic and then talk about what we're into throughout Great that week. Name, so. By the way, yeah, thank you. Yeah, because that's all stuff growing up for me. We're all in the, we're in the same area. That it wasn't cool to go to school and talk about how you watch pro wrestling and play video games. <laughs> They're like, what? You don't play football? Get out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I think uh, Chris uh, would really enjoy the last, the last. Yeah, how many more? Should- this is the last one, right? Truth behind illusion. Um, yeah, truth behind illusion is the last one, and that one's all about ghost stories, cryptids, conspiracy theories, cults. Um, we just yeah, did the it. one on MK Ultra. That show is super challenging for me because yeah. I'm open minded, but I'm also a huge skeptic. So it's mm-hmm. just like I can buy it, but it's probably bulls. <laughs> Four people <laughs> but, or five people on that on that show. That one's also. I'm, look, I'm looking at my chairs and counting. Uh, five. <laughs> every show, every show except Tornado Tag has uh, five. Um, but yeah, and so the last one we did with that one was MK Ultra. And uh, mm-hmm. if you want to not trust your government and think that we're not that great of a country, go research that because we were terrible people. <laughs> or if you want to double and down because you already don't trust the government, get out. <laughs> yeah, that that research. I was doing that research as people are storming the Capitol, and I'm like, we're all, oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. I'm like, no, like, we're all dumb. We're all oh, dumb. No. Wait, yeah. before we move on to the next part, I wanted to ask you, and I've been thinking about this since I listened to your Banging Beers episode. Uh, as someone who has a tra- uh, very trash taste in alcohol, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, you wouldn't be, sur- no one should be surprised. If they were to come over and see me, and I'm sitting there with a four loco gold, and maybe some like Boone's Farm. <laughs> oh, what's that? What do we got there? It's Yingling Flight. It's like the Michelob Ultra of Yingling. So even though I drink a lot of craft beer and I have a huge selection in my fridge, sometimes you got to go to your uh, your go tos. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, I've I've noticed about myself. I don't really like beer in general so what's what's your recommendation for someone who doesn't traditionally like beer? Um. So you you you're more into the four locos you said. I like sweet things. I like Mike's Hards. I like. I have enjoyed Trogue's Mad Elf and uh, Yingling's oh. Hershey Porter. Those are both uh, oh, that. the two beers I can actually sit down and drink. So Mad Elf is one that you will drink three of and then forget they're like 13% and you will not have pants on soon. Um, that <laughs> one's a crazy beer. Um. And they're so good. They're so much better from the tap than a, than the bottle. I used to yeah. work at a, at a bar and we would get two Sixtals in. And they would put the one out, and then it'd be kicked. And then I'd be like, "Okay, we put the next one on now, because like I can have my shift drink at the end." They go, "Now we're saving that one." I just like I'd be <laughs> in a bad mood the rest of the night. When it comes to craft beer, most bars that I've I've came across, even if it's not a brewery, if you say, "Hey, can I just try a little bit?" They will give you a taster of it. So I always recommend giving it a shot. Craft beer is kind of like supporting local wrestling or local musicians or local anything. They're not a huge business. And they need just as much support as anybody else, and they employ a lot of people. So craft beer is cool in that aspect because it's a whole other universe. But if you're not into the traditional beer taste, um, so it sounds like you like porters. Porters are there, so it, but you like the dessert porters, so it has to have a chocolate to it. I don't like the taste of coffee, so sometimes porters and stouts for me are tough mm-hmm. because they do the heavy roast, and you get a lot of porter, like that coffee taste in there. Maybe sours. Our Hefeweizens would be good for you. They're a little okay. more sweet or tart beers, uh, but stay away from the Warhead ones. They were gross. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would. 
the biggest thing I would say is when if you're not a huge craft beer drinker is give it a shot, especially if you like you know certain things like that. Um, I use a tap a thing called Untapped, which is kind of like a beer phone game where you check in beers and and stuff like that. But um, flights are you can't go wrong with flights. If you go to a place, you do like a flight. It, you're, there's like eight or nine bucks, and you get to f- try four or five different beers, and they're small little tasters. Um, or when you go to a bar, just ask for a little. Like if you see your taps, be like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can I just try a, a little hit of that? And they're like, yeah. And then you, because if once you commit to a full pint, if you're not into it, it's a long night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've had some amazing, amazing beers. Um, so it really comes down to your style. You just got to kind of dive in there and see what you're into. And your taste buds always change. Uh, I was not into the certain, like I wasn't in the sours for almost three or four years. And then one day I was like, all right, I'm into these, you know, it's, it's strange. How many episodes of that have you had roughly? That's our most run episode. That one I think just hit is up to like episode 107. Um, the rest of the network episodes have not hit a hundred episodes yet, but I was just looking on YouTube. I don't know. This doesn't count fully because there's something things like, there's some things we did audio only, like we did like the wrestling go home shows, like the ride home mm-hmm. shows. We've done unboxing videos, but I think audio wise, we have over 400 and over 420 audio episodes amongst the five shows. And we used to have at one point in time, seven shows and I end up dropping two. And Jeez. then video wise, we have over, over 420 different videos between the five shows and the two that we dropped. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've been doing it now for about three years. I want to come back to the shows you dropped, yeah. but before we do that, can we do what we just did for, I don't drink at all, so that doesn't interest me. Can we, can we yeah. do what we just did for Truth Behind Illusion? And I want to hear sure. like some of your favorite like episodes, some, recommend some episodes, maybe favorite cryptids. What, what do you got there? All right. So we did MK Ultra, which was interesting. We did, which is pretty much the CIA and the government um, spent millions of dollars testing uh, drugs on people and not okay. all the people who were into it were willing participants like they would just walk into a bar and drop lsd in your glass and say let's see how this worked out yeah that was a really fun one um and it gets if you think that's crazy that's only the tip of the iceberg you really got (laughs) to research that one um then we did one called the philadelphia experiment where are the philadelphia Mm -hmm. project where they supposedly tried to learn how to make cloaking devices for on that big ship uh, yeah on a ship and then people think they teleported so that was a whole thing um then we did uh i'm trying to think cryptids we did one called the squonk which is a pennsylvania one where it's like a pig thing that was pretty fun what um tell me about the squonk (laughs) he's he's literally a crying pig and then when you catch him he turns into water (laughs) yeah i love that story (laughs) (laughs) you got me splash (laughs) yeah um we did one on a local story around us called the gordon mountain ghost um, we're okay. back and like way back in the day, this girl was found dead, beaten and burned alive, per looks like, and yeah. she was never identified and people think her ghost still haunts this mountain. Um, okay. we did that one. And actually it's rumored that Grand Theft Auto has a loosely based s- hidden story arc based on this story because there's hmm. a, uh, in the Grand Theft Auto, if you go to the one mountain at certain times, there's a hidden girl ghost and when you approach her, she disappears. So it's cool. kind of like a loose, Yeah. Um, um, and then after this, geez. Yeah. One of my favorite ones we did um, for us in School County in this surrounding area, the Jim Thorpe prison is like our yeah. holy grail. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of really horrible things happened to Irish people and they were like hung and executed in there. And there's a story of a guy pretty much saying, I'm innocent. And to prove I'm innocent, I will put my handprint on the wall. Yeah. And if I get killed, my handprint will stay there forever. And the handprint's still there. And they tried to remove it, paint over it, redo the wall. It's still all there. Uh, but it's a really, really spooky old prison. And um, we reached out and we're like, hey, can we do a podcast there? And they're like, um, no. <laughs> and then the- <laughs> Then they then they were like, well, you can, but it's going to cost you this much money, which Jeez. I was like, I'm sorry, we just can't swing that. So then we get a message a couple of days later, and they're like, hey, we watched your show, and you're not really coming to Ghost Hunt, right? I'm like, no, we just want to kind of sit down and learn the stories. And they're like, can you come this weekend? <laughs> like, uh, come on. We're hey, like, you guys got yes. any money? Nope. All right, <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, no, like they have turned down almost every major network of ghost wow. hunting TV shows because they don't want people to come in there and like disrespect anything. Yeah. Um, so we got to record like so how you're, have you watched the podcast? How it's a camera just sitting at the edge of the table, just watching us at the table record. We did that in a historic 
location in our area so and cool. it was like the first time we really went to a major thing like we've done episodes in like bars we've done a few in a different breweries with banging beers but mm-hmm. to only i think it was like less than our, it was like our 13th or 12th episode on truth behind illusion and we landed a location like that it was a really big deal to us that's awesome it was really cool uh, and next week we're doing week, um, the history of here. yeah, a little a little exclusive here. We're doing the history or the uh, where the the term modern day vampire came from. So we're going to talk about where the, the term vampire came from and talk a little bit about Vlad the Impaler and stuff like that. Cool, awesome. So I want to hear about those two shoes that you canceled or that you quit doing, and yeah. talk about what what was the content and what happened to, to make that choice. So we we did a show called Ten Eight Round, which was an MMA podcast. And that one came down to the team that I put in place. um, There was some tension between members and people didn't get along. And when you're talking about an over testosterone sport like MMA, um, (laughs) it kind of carries over a little bit. But I think I think that there was two people on the show who felt that the show can had have bigger views and bigger reach and do bigger things. And I was kind of content just doing it in my kitchen at that point in time. And uh, they decided to take the show and do their own thing, and I let them have it because it was one less show I had to worry about. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the show doesn't exist anymore. So, uh, <laughs> so that one doesn't. Not even on their end, it doesn't exist anymore, which is a shame. Indeed. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that was the one show. We're pretty much people. I had people, and I'm still friends with everybody. Everyone's cool, but uh, they they thought they can take it to another level. And then when they left, they realized, oh we have to buy microphones and cameras and yeah. all this equipment. Yeah. And uh, it just didn't really go much after that, which is a shame because I thought they did a good job. But the one guy since that show has created a Facebook page where he uh, buys, like he, he opens up card packs and like you okay. can buy into like breaks and stuff. And it's doing really, really well. It's called Blue, Blue Chip Breaks. So if you're into like sports cards trading and stuff like that, he has a page. Uh, it's my buddy Tanner, and it, it's doing really, really well. And sometimes they do like sports memorabilia where you can like you pay five bucks, and he'll randomly pick your name. And if your name gets picked, you do a open a, mas- a mystery box, and you can win like an autographed helmet from a, f- a sports team and stuff. Wow. It's really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. So he, he kind of took it to another level, but th- that was the first show. And the second one was called Bros on the Warpath, and that was mm-hmm. based on the Washington football team. Me and my buddy okay. Tony did it. Um, Tony, with the way I work and the way Tony works, and, and I went from being unemployed to now working night shift, just mm-hmm. and, and, the, and, and Washington wasn't doing amazing, so he wasn't really eager to talk about them. Uh, <laughs> th- that show lasted two episodes, three episodes or three or four, and then that one that one hit kicked the bucket, and I was just yeah. I just kind of let it go. but it was that was a really sure. fun show, but uh, yeah, so we just do the five now. Cool. So what uh, what made you want to get into podcasting and and when you when you think about like your interest in jumping into this world, did you see any like looking back, do you see any markers maybe as like you're a kid or a teenager growing up that like made you want to get into not only creating content, but this style of content for people? Yeah. I have always been obsessed with talk radio. Um, I just, I, I just love hearing people have conversation and I've always been driven by that. And, uh, all growing up, I was, you know, a, a, a school County kid where if you weren't an athlete, you weren't anything. And, uh, I hit the age of 16 and I was playing basketball in gym and I popped my shoulder and I was like, that was weird. It hurts oh. really, really bad, but I'm, I'm good. And I kept moving. And then I, I used to always roll my ankles and my ankle would get like to the size of a grapefruit and purple and black. And I would still be able to play on it. And I grew up playing soccer um, and basketball. And then once I couldn't play soccer anymore, I had to transition to football. At football practice, I wasn't getting enough attention I felt I deserved. And, uh, you know, Schuylkill County sports, so if you don't have the right <laughs> last name, you're probably not going to play. So our star running back, we're doing a drill called a nutcracker, um, where you lay helmet with the helmet and then uh, on your back and the ref, the, the coach blows a whistle. One has the ball, one doesn't. And you literally get up and you have three yards to kind of get up and who runs through who wins. And this star running Jeez. back was a monster and I really wasn't. <laughs> so when they're like, Tony, get out of the lineup. And I was kind of like Rudy and I was like, no, I'm doing this. And they're like, no, get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, I said, blow the F and whistle. And he blew the whistle and I lit our star running back up and it was the best tackle I ever had in my life. And when I got up and I was like, I don't feel right. And I reached under my shoulder pad and I touched my shoulder. And when I touched my shoulder, my fingers touched. Oh, and I was like, that's not supposed to happen. 
And then I felt my oh. pec muscle, and my pec muscle looked like Hulk Hogan. My shoulder popped out and went into my chest for the most part. And my I was standing straight up. Yeah, I was standing straight up, like standing straight up, and my left arm was touching my knee, and I Jeez. wasn't hunched over. Dang. So I get up, and I try to do like Bruce Willis it back in socket. Ah. So, so they think I'm celebrating, and it makes the coaches <laughs> mad, and everyone's like cheering me on, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm hurt. <laughs> um, so I get rushed to the hospital. Um, they're like, yeah, that's really out of socket, and then they start doing some research, and they found out I was diagnosed with what's called EDS, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I have a mm-hmm. joint disorder where my body doesn't produce collagen, so where your normal joints. Um, only go so far, mine stretch like further. Like mm. I can do cool little parlor tricks. Um, but the problem is, is where most people like break dancers, they can pop them out and pop them back in. I'm not at that level. I'm at the point where like it still hurts and it's uncomfortable and Ugh. it causes me tremendous pain as I get older. Yeah. Um, so the doctor's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't play sports anymore. And I was like, not listening to you. So I just kept going. And uh, I think around 20, 22, 23 years old, I, uh, went to go play basketball and I kind of did that same thing to my lower back and I haven't mm. and then I went like three or four years where I didn't feel my legs like I was wow. just walking on pure hopes and dreams and I didn't have medical insurance what a way to word was, it yeah oh I can go in much more detail about what I was going through but it was not comfortable to use the bathroom it was not Thanks. comfortable sleeping standing up and it's it's still something I kind of deal with with back pain but uh it kind of got to the point where my knee would give out or my ankle would give out and I'd have pain and then it would throw my back out of alignment. So just something I deal with um, and not being educated or having a piece of paper, it's hard to get jobs rather than just factory work. Um, and my only way of kind of putting myself out there and, and uh, giving myself a, cause once again, I'm a psychopath. I liked, like, I, I needed a, a way to exert energy or exert frustrations or feelings or, and the only way I knew that my entire life was sports. Um, so I needed a new outlet and I didn't really have anything. My whole identity was just around sports and doing sports. And now I can no longer do that. So then I kind of started falling into a music scene, but I can't play an instrument and I can't sing. I know lyrics. I just can't sing or do any of that. So I was like, I'd, I'd go hang out with bands and I would just have conversations with people. And I'm like, oh, you have a really cool story. Like, you should like record that. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, your story's inspiring. Like, mm. I've always, always saw with someone who would listen to someone's story, take the pieces I needed from it, and then learn from them. Like, I use that as teaching yeah. lessons. So then I kind of started hearing, like, I was always a huge MMA fan and I was always into that. And then I didn't realize that like, Joe Rogan was kind of doing that already. And then um, I didn't know, like, the world of podcasting, I, I was aware of, but I didn't listen to any of them. And then I was like, I think I'm going to start recording people's stories. And I, it kind of inspired me. I, I found a thing called Story Corpse. I don't know if you ever heard of Story Corpse. No. But, but it was, it was, it's kind of like my first introduction to podcasts where they would take these people's stories, record it, and then put it out for people to listen. So I was like, that's really, really fascinating. I would love to do that with my gram because she's the only grandparent mm-hmm. I have left. And I would really like to encapsulate her, encaption her story. But yeah. I don't want to start a podcast with uh, no knocks to anyone who does this, but I didn't want to just record from my cell phone and, and put out low, terrible quality stuff. Yeah. So I rushed and I sold all of my collectibles. I had a closet full of pop vinyls and statues and comic book related stuff. And I sold everything because I was inspired by Kevin Smith because he wanted to become a director and he wanted to make clerks. So he sold everything he loved to do it. So that's what I did. Sold all my stuff, but I didn't do any research on the equipment I was buying. So I still put out terrible sounding content. Um, (laughs) um, And then it just kind of snowballed from there. I'm like, all right, I need to research more on equipment. I need to research on what microphones work. I need to research what boards. Because then not only was I putting content out, I was putting putting content out regularly. But I'm not an audio guy. I didn't know how to edit audio. I'm still learning all that stuff. So I needed to find stuff that maybe was a little more expensive, but can help me put out a, a higher quality at a higher rate. So I just, it all kind of snowballed from there. And that's kind of how the podcast started. And how you were saying before my a highlight, one of the biggest highlights was 
I interviewed a lot of local bands and they were on banging beers and interviews of everyday people. And I was like, man, it would be awesome. Cause every person I sat down to interview was like, I would love to work with this band or I would love to work with this band. And then we had a local band in the area who kind of hit big. They're called Crowbot and they'll, they'll actually going to be on Jericho's cruise this year. Whoa. That's awesome. And it's sold out and I can't go. And I'm like, Oh yeah. So yeah, so Crowbot was handpicked by Chris Jericho, my buddy's band, to go play That's on their cool. cruise, which is unbelievable to me. Yeah, uh, I'm trying really hard to give my one buddy a T-shirt to wear a tornado tag while he's on stage, but we'll see how that works out. <laughs> well, they need any roadies. Uh... Yeah, that's why I said you need me to carry stuff. I've already proven myself. I'll do it. I'll just yeah, um, I don't even care if I die of COVID. I just I want to be on that cruise. Um, <laughs> Mask yeah, or, so, or three masks or five masks, whatever you need. Yeah, <laughs> you can wrap me like a mummy. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I will be the Yeti at WCW. Um, but yeah, so I actually end up, we put together this whole festival and we I named it Skookstock. And it was kind of like a ripoff of Woodstock. And we found this really cool venue out in the middle of nowhere in like a private gun club. And it was a giant field and they already had a stage built. Hmm. And uh, I had it filled with all these awesome local bands. And then I hear, I get reports that, hey, Crowbot wants to come back and do their next album release, and they want to do one show in local locally. But the day they want to do is the same day as our festival. And I was like, well, there goes all my audience. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to go there. Uh. But the way it worked out is all the venues were like, well, we're not competing because the, the, the six best local bands in the area are all playing at this place. We're not booking you guys. Like, we're not going to roll the dice and see who's going to go where and split venue. So they end up reaching out to me and seeing how if they can jump on our show and turn that into their album release party. And then here we are. So I got them and I got my other buddy's band who was their touring band, which are two national touring acts on the headline and co-headline, and then filled it with everyone's bands who've been on the podcast. And we did really well. We had like, like a thousand some people there and it was a giant all day event and it was really, really fun. And that would have never happened if I wasn't podcasting. So that that's hmm. one of my highlights so far of, of doing this. And that's awesome. obviously getting into wrestling events backstage has been pretty cool. Like, like I said, yeah. talking about like meeting Billy Gunn and the headbangers and meeting all these amazing local indie talents. Like every week it's like we interview somebody or I was backstage hanging out with somebody or talking to them and now they're on AEW Dark next week. It's just like yeah. really like it's like Casey Navarro. Like yeah. I didn't interview him for our show, but I have sat backstage next to Casey Navarro and had conversations and now he's on Dark. Like it's yeah. kind of cool to see your friends do successful and I get pumped seeing someone wear one of my t-shirts or repping my podcast, but I even get more excited when someone else gets that payoff it's like really it's like a high for me and uh, i look forward to it but yeah there there have been some of my highlights i hope i'm not misrepresenting the uh, relationship with curtis here but when he started out you guys kind of gave him a lot of a lot of help and guidance yeah he he told me he wanted to do this and i remember bringing him down to the basement of ppw and i was kind of showing my equipment and i was like you don't need everything i have but if you want to record like here's some small things i would recommend because like i said i i put probably a couple grand my first time of selling all my stuff and bought a whole bunch of stuff I didn't need, you know? Hmm. And I wanted to do a show where I can sit at a table and do it. But then I also wanted the opportunity to take all my equipment and go somewhere else and record if needed. And some of the microphone setups that you buy aren't capable of doing that. Like if like you guys are using the Yetis. Yeah. If you took a Yeti into a large, large room with a lot of people talking, your quality is going to be awful. So like, I had to learn what a cardio mic was or a dynamic mic and and that was all self-taught stuff and if I can take that knowledge and help somebody else I always try to do that. I uh I bring up Curtis because uh you helping him start and me joining his show is what helped uh us start welcome back. So in a way you're our grandfather. <laughs> the granddaddy. Yeah. I I always say like if if you take if you take the work that are the, the the whatever I bestow and help you with and make it your own, that's flattering. But at the end of the day, you guys put the work in. You're doing the show prep. You're you're prepping everything, and and it's 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 your work. But I appreciate the the, the sentiment. Well, we are trying, which is uh, yeah. a reason I want to ask this next thing. You got any uh, tips for beginners? So as I kind of said in a chat with you guys, I think your your style is is not going to be easy to grow 
because you're not latching on to a topic or a thing for people to organically find you. Um, But I think once you get people in, I think your dynamic with one another and your conversations and your stories and the way you go about is very, very good. I think you're on a very good start. Um, So I think you guys reaching out and having guest spots like myself, hopefully we promote, hey, I was on this podcast. And then some of my audience members, my diehards, come and listen to your show. And they rec- and that's kind of how you grow. And I, yeah. I think that's that's a smart move for you guys. I wouldn't overload on guests, though. Uh, I, that's a mistake a lot of podcasts do, too, is where they overload on guests and every week is a guest. Then you get that audience in kind of spoiled that they're, you're always going to have a guest on. And then uh, your other shows will fall to the wayside. I think stay true to what you guys want to do. And just really, really work on uh, promoting yourselves. That's the biggest thing is like Reddit or YouTube, Facebook groups. It, it's it's not just hitting the record button, recording with your buddy, and then just saying, yeah. putting out in the world and be like, hope people find this. Like, yeah. no, it's a lot of work you got to put in. And it's uh, it's challenging. And also, don't, don't look at numbers. Just stay away from numbers. Don't even look <laughs> at them. Stay true. To, if you guys enjoy what you do, enjoy what you do. Be passionate what you do. Take criticism, which is important, but also don't, if someone tells you, you should do this or that or that, and it's not in your vision, don't do it because that's not your vision. There is no blueprint to how to create a podcast. Um, Do, do what make, do what you guys feel is right and be proud of what you do, but always look to upgrade the quality or, or small things like here and there, tiny little tinkers. But I, I think as someone who listened to every episode, I think what you guys are doing is really, really good. Appreciate that. Yeah. I enjoy listening to your takes on stuff. Thank you. Do you guys post your um, any clips on like TikTok for your guys is uh, sharing as well? No, I was. That's yeah, one of the ahead of our things game here. You are, yeah. TikTok. So the research I have done, TikTok is the easiest platform to hit a million people right now. It, yeah. it is the it is the fastest growth when it comes to content. So TikTok is the way to go. The only problem is I need to figure out ways to I need to go back and listen to old shows and take clips of kind of like the Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan got really big on clips. Yeah. So mm-hmm. once again, um, producing, editing, uh, setting everything up, doing everything. And then I have to add making clips on. I just been lazy. But yep. that's definitely what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out the other hard part is actually putting them up. Sorry, Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's the hard part, to be honest. That's the one like every like three or four days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a little trick to it. You you don't get full huge clips, but uh, if you stream on Twitch, if you rewatch your podcast back on Twitch, they have a clip button where if you think something oh, is cool, funny, you get hit a button and Twitch will clip it for you. And then you as a creator can go back and download that clip and share it. That's cool. Yeah. So a little, little fun fact for the, if you want to be yeah. a little cheater like me. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for being yeah. on with us chris you have anything else no that's it but i want you to plug all your stuff one more time if somebody didn't have yeah plug it all one more time the super easy way to find me is just search iwep network on all social media our podcasts our youtube um that'll take you to the channels every every channel i don't separate the one network like kind of like how you guys are doing in the pa pile driver i didn't make a beyond page i didn't make a alpha page Uh, i mean each page has its own social media, but to listen to all those shows, you just type in one thing and it shows up. So that's kind of how I did uh, IWEP Network. So if you search that on YouTube or anywhere you find podcasts, every show will be there. And then when you're on that show, we have hyperlinks that you can then click and it'll take you to wherever everywhere else you can find us on social media, Patreon, merch, all that fun stuff. Awesome. awesome. Thank you again for taking the time to sit down, talk with us. Guys, and, uh, anytime. Anytime. If you ever have a topic you want a third person on to talk or, or ramble with, I'm always down to come back to the show. I love it. I'm a fan. I will continue to listen and uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. I think there's a high probability we will have the granddaddy of Welcome Back on sometime. The, the Papa Papa. <laughs> I appreciate it, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. See you next. Oh, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. And thank you so much uh, to our guest, Tony, for being on the show. Uh, yeah. It was, it was great. And I'm, I don't know how often we're going to do these, but uh, it was a good time. Not too often, that's for sure. Yeah. and uh, That's what I learned. I feel, like, I feel like I've learned a lot, too. And yeah. uh, I like how he brought up that there's a difference between interviewing and having a conversation. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, I, th- I feel like 
I feel like it's, if anything, I feel like it benefited us having For him sure. on to have that conversation. For sure. Well, before we get out of here, you got any uh, recommendations for us? Oh boy, do I. It's the IWEP Network, Interviews with Everyday People, if you were wondering what that stood for, which I was. I was so glad to learn that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was curious too what that meant. <laughs> so if you're looking for some recommendations from us, go check out that, uh, those, that feed, because all of his podcasts are in one feed, like he mentioned, so check out the IWEP Network. Yeah, and uh, I think that a great place to start is Raiders are coming out because he has a huge yeah. back catalog. If you enjoy what he's putting out now, check out what's before, but don't feel like you need to, like, to catch up on it because, man, his honestly, his interview with the, uh, I think it's like the head brewer at a, mm. a brewing company in California on their last Banging Beers episode. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So That's be great. sure, check that out. Check out his whole network his friends follow their stuff on social media and uh don't forget to check us out on tiktok at the welcome back podcast share the podcast with a friend recommend us to somebody give us a rating and subscription we would love to have that we'll be right back we'll be right back